G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. It'll be an important conversation given that the government yesterday released its second draft of the Religious Discrimination Bill. And what appears interesting is that the government appears to have been listening to Christian leaders who've been alarmed at the contents of the first draft and of particular interest, uh, those threats to Christian schools and hospitals and aged care. Well, we're going to get some perspectives in just a few moments from Christian Schools Australia. Focus on the families around 90 minutes away in a segment today called Radically Rediscovering Salvation. Look out for that uh, 90 minutes from now. And in the hour after Focus on the Family, we're going to hear from a Christian radio station that's lost transmission equipment as a raging bushfire swept through areas around Manning Great Lakes near the central coast in New South Wales. That Rema station is off the air now and won't be back on perhaps until the new year. We're going to talk to the station manager in the hour after. Focus on the family, finding out where they are at. Of course, lots of people lost homes, as many as 700 homes lost in New South Wales. So we'll get a few impressions. Uh, It was quite a bushfire-affected area around Manning Great Lakes, around Wingham in New South Wales. Uh, Those are the conversations that are ahead of us on this Wednesday edition of 2020. Well, you might recall that just a week or two back, the Prime Minister announced that debate on the government's religious freedom legislation was to be pushed back until next year. It was an announcement welcomed by church leaders, given that they had grave concerns about the first exposure draft. But the Prime Minister announced that the new draft bill would be released before Christmas to stimulate discussion, no doubt, giving more opportunity for submissions before the legislation is debated in the Parliament next year. Well, yesterday, a second exposure draft of the government's religious freedom legislation was released. So let's get some insights into what's good and what's not, especially as it affects Christian school communities across Australia. Mark Spencer is Director of Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia. He's joining us. Mark Spencer, a special welcome along to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Sounds like you've got a full program today, too, bro. <laughs> what you've been saying. There's lots to talk about, I can tell you. Hey, Mark, I can't help but notice on a media release you sent out yesterday, uh, Attorney General in the Christmas spirit, does this mean that your perceptions of this new draft uh, are pretty good? Give us your overall insights into what you've seen. Well, as much as I don't think anyone really likes to give the government credit for much nowadays, but I'd have to say that and we take it, take this process. The government, the Attorney General, Christian Porter, has certainly listened to not only faith-based groups. Uh, you know, they've had more than six thousand written submissions and uh, beings with over a hundred stakeholder groups um, with the Attorney General. Uh, they've listened to a wide range of, of people on this, and I think taken 
taken on board many of the concerns that have been raised. So the government has been listening to the church leaders, uh, to the Christian leaders who've been able to consult with the Attorney General and uh, there's some surprise in all of that and some people might even be suspicious about that. And no doubt the uh, the other side arguing for uh, lessening these freedoms of Christian institutions and might not be so happy about that. What are your thoughts for uh, for all the stakeholders involved and where they might sit? I think the government's given something for everyone. They have, it has been a genuine consultation. There are changes that they've made which have addressed uh, many of the concerns, not all, but many of the concerns of, of faith leaders. Uh, but there have also equally been changes that, that address some of the concerns of uh, LGBTI and other activist groups. So I think that they've actually done, as much as it's hard for anyone to say, I think that government's done a good job on this so far. Well, no doubt, too, it's early days on this second exposure draft. And as a fine-tooth comb is run over all of the different uh, provisions in this legislation, uh, no doubt there'll be some more things that'll come to light. But it certainly is an important piece of legislation to get right. And uh, certainly from the Christian schools' perspective, there was an awful lot to lose if the government gets it all wrong. Uh, your thoughts on uh, on just uh, the way that there might be a little bit of a reprieve here if the government has been listening carefully. Yeah, and certainly the, the key issue for, for Christian schools particularly is the exemptions in the Sex Discrimination Act and what's going to happen with that, and that's been pushed off to the Law Reform Commission to, to look at uh, next year, probably towards the end of next year now. Um, in, in this this bill, it's certainly uh, considerably improved from the uh, initial exposure draft, not in a, a radical or dramatic way, more an evolutionary way. Um, they've clarified some of the terms. They've um, reworded some of the, the provisions to make to make things clearer and to address some of the fears that people have had, and and put in place provisions that have avoided some of the uh, probably unintended consequences that have been raised with them uh, by faith leaders. Something special too of note and uh, some graciousness on your part, graciousness from Christian Schools Australia where you're calling on the government to include consultation with the opposition on this legislation uh, so that you can get this sort of, I guess, a bipartisan spirit here. And I think that's important. As you said in your introduction there, this is vitally important legislation. It really goes to the heart of uh, religious faith in Australia, how we worked that out in a multicultural, pluralistic society. And it's, it's far too important an issue to, to, to have a partisan political fight about this. Um, we've been in conversation with the opposition. They've certainly indicated to us and to other groups that they are committed to religious freedom. And I think now we've got this uh, level of clarity in the second exposure draft, the next step forward for both the government and the opposition is actually to sit down together and, and work through this, um, the government to explain what they're trying to do and make sure that the opposition is on the same page as them and the opposition to, to really come to the table and show that they are committed to protecting religious freedom. Mark, in your position, uh, you're working on policy and in some sense here, you're reflecting 
what the parents of the students who are in Christian schools are wanting to see in the freedoms that they want to be able to raise their children in the way that they uh, that they best uh, know how and the best they want so far as their Christian ethos goes. Uh, how seriously have you been able to reflect on how parents have been taking this? I know that there was a lot of parents behind you uh, in the lead-up to the last election when you were running all sorts of campaigns there about religious freedom. Uh, what about parents? Uh, they, they figure pretty highly in all of this. They do, and um, you know the, the campaign, the election campaign, allowed us to to run some focus groups with, with parents to do some national polling, and that polling made it very clear that the overwhelming majority of Australians support protections for religious freedom. Two thirds, sixty six percent in our polling, and more than seventy percent supported our right to employ staff in, in, in faith based schools that share our faith and beliefs. So you know, there's pretty strong general public support. And certainly the focus groups we ran made it very clear that, that um, you know, parents want us to be fair, but the choice of their school, the ability of parents to choose a school that reflects their faith, values and beliefs, that's, that's important to mums and dads across Australia um, and grandparents increasingly nowadays. Um, you know, people in middle Australians, quiet Australians, working Australians, however you want to describe them, just ordinary people going about their life, wanting their kids to, to grow up in a, a school that has their faith, their values reflected in what the school does. And no doubt this new exposure draft uh, creates another opportunity here for people and for organisations to make submissions to the government. Uh, what's your encouragement to listeners to our conversation today to... Uh, once again, engage in the process and uh, really, you know, might be getting tired in all of this, might be feeling a little weary with it all, but this is not the time to be weary. This is uh, this is the pointy end, isn't it? Be of good cheer. Do not lose heart. Keep going. Keep running the race till, till the end. Um, the government's invited submissions until the end of January uh, on this bill, and look, even beyond that, there will undoubtedly be uh, an inquiry when the legislation actually gets tabled in the Parliament. There'll be an inquiry in the Senate level. Um, you know, the the, uh, the crossbench will, will want to review the, the legislation in, in the Senate. So there is still a process to go here, and it is important to, to keep going. Uh, I'd certainly be encouraging you know, parents in in, uh, in Christian schools to uh, be, be reading what the school's saying about some of these things, for people to, to you know, get engaged with groups like Australian Christian Lobby or others who can you know, keep them informed about some of these issues. Well, Mark, great getting your insights. And I know that on the Christian Schools Australia website, uh, it's likely that you'll have some links, uh, not only to your own position when it comes to this new draft, uh, but uh, but also that people can actually have a look at the draft bill themselves. I mean, there'll be some links there, but people can Google those things and find them all sorts of different places. But I'll point people to the Christian Schools Australia website, csa.edu.au. That's CSA, stands for Christian Schools Australia, csa.edu.au. Mark Spencer, the Director of Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia. Mark, thanks so much for taking some time to share these thoughts with us today on 2020. All, all very best, and thanks for that. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.